This is Barbara with Canna Girl Speaks Podcast. My voice, your voice. Good evening, everybody. This is Barbara with the Canna Girl Speaks Podcast, and I am so excited to be recording on this cold evening. But um, I want to uh, welcome this young man. I want to say thank you so much for accepting the invitation to be on the podcast. So I'm going to introduce you to him. And um, his name is Dakari Davis. And um, I, I'm glad that he stopped by to be on the, the Canon Girl Speaks podcast. But we want what we're going to do is we're going to talk about a topic that's been kind of uh, out in the atmosphere, I want to say. Um, and it's, it's called the, the Crown Act. And some of you may be familiar with the Crown Act. And so I'm going to have Dakari uh, first introduce himself, tell a little bit about himself, and then we'll kind of go into the conversation about the Crown Act. So, Dakari, why don't you tell the, the audience, the, those that are watching and those that are listening, who Dakari Davis is? Well, uh, hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Dakari Davis. I'm actually born here in uh, Dallas, Dallas, Texas. But I don't necessarily claim that, you know. Uh, <laughs> I was raised in California. Okay, so, uh, Cali, from Cali. The, from the IE, Inland Empire, <laughs> uh, Mobile. <laughs> so um, I was raised out there in California. Um, I'm married to a, a nice, beautiful woman, and I have a, a four-year-old son. Um, I am a police officer here in Texas, in the Texas-Dallas area. Um, I was a police explorer in California from uh, age 14 to 18 before I got hired on with the uh, Riverside County Sheriff's Department out there and uh, before I moved here and, and got hired at a local agency in the Dallas area. Okay, well, Dakari, I wanted to uh, bring you on to talk about the Crown Act. And so those that are not familiar with the Crown Act, why don't you explain to those that are watching and those that are listening what, uh, what the Crown Act is? So the CROWN Act is an acronym that stands for uh, Creating a Respectful and Open World for Natural Hair. Uh, what it is is legislation that's uh, recently in the last couple of years have been uh, really kind of going viral and hitting, um, hitting all the states. Uh, I think it's been passed in about 14 states now. Uh -huh. And uh, they have a lot of other states that have currently filed the bills that have not passed yet, just yet. And we even have some federal legislation that's uh, been filed in in the in the uh, House and Senate. So. so, how did you get on this um, this you know plight to help get the Crown Act passed, especially here in Texas? Um, that's a pretty interesting story. Um, as long as I can remember, growing up, every, all the men in my family have long hair. Uh, when I was a young kid, I had long hair. I did cut my hair um, when I was younger to be a part of the Explorer program. That was a requirement. Um, when I moved to Texas and got hired on here uh, after having my son, the uh, topic kind of came back up in mm -hmm. our household as what we were going to do with his hair. Um, you know, I checked my department's policies and procedures, and um, it said that the hair had to be neat, well-groomed, and off the collar. Mm -hmm. uh, unlike my previous agency, their policies... Uh, specified, you know, that, that cornrows were prohibited. Mm -hmm. So um, based on my department's policies, I believe that the hairstyle was in compliance. And so I uh, grew my hair back out and uh, 
braided my hair on a uh, family vacation, took some family photos with my son. And uh, when I came back to work, I uh, was met with a little opposition. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some people who agreed that it looked nice and professional and well-groomed, and there were others who didn't. And so eventually that led to a uh, formal complaint with our internal affairs division and um, led me on a about a year kind of suspension type deal where mm-hmm. I was actually off work um, on paid administrative leave. And um, it was just God's time. And I guess you can say that uh, right around that time was the time when the Crown Act started buzzing. Yeah. The, the talk started buzzing. Uh, there were different things that were happening actually here locally in Texas. Um, I believe it's DeAndre Arnold, a uh, high school student who um, the school district said he had to cut his dreadlocks in order to graduate, walk across the stage. Um, a young kid named Maddox in Houston as well. Um, Tink and his grandmother were going through some things. These were all local here in Texas mm-hmm. in the Houston area. And so that 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 conversation started buzzing and started mm-hmm. happening. And um, it made it back to my employer. Um, eventually, um, I reached out to uh, my commissioner, uh, John Wally Price, mm-hmm. who who intervened on my behalf as, as, as uh, I'm one of his constituents. And uh, he took care of it. Okay. So as far as... Um you know, the Crown Act, where is it in the state of Texas as far as the act? Is, has it passed? Is Are you still working on trying to get it passed? What's going on with it right now? So what happened was um, last session, uh, Texas meets every two years. Mm-hmm. Every two years is when uh, the, the House and Senate meet here in Texas at the uh, Capitol. So last session, um, I actually was contacted by uh, Representative Bowers, who actually co-authored the uh, the bill that was filed here in Texas at mm-hmm. the last session. And we went down to the Capitol, and we held a press, a press conference there um, with the goal of getting that bill out of the committee. The committee had to vote on it and pass it out of the committee so that it can get onto the floor for a floor vote in mm-hmm. order to pass. And so uh, one of the amazing things about that uh, that experience was after we held that press conference— that day, the uh, chairman of the committee put it to a vote, and it was approved with no opposition. Mm-hmm. And they put it immediately on the uh, on the House calendar. Mm-hmm. So what ended up happening was because it was so late in the session, mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, they didn't have enough time to get to that bill. Yeah, and so it kind of died there. Oh, okay. Um, but I did speak with uh Ms. Bowers, uh, chief of staff, earlier today, and they definitely have plans on refiling that bill this session oh, in wow. November. And so we're going to get there early. That's good. And make sure that there is nothing nothing but time <laughs> for y'all to hear this bill, okay, because we're not going to stop. Yes. Yeah, so how can, um, like, a local community, small communities, how can they get involved with um, helping the Crown Act get passed? So I, I encourage everyone to go to uh, thecrownact.com. It's uh, co-sponsored by uh, Dove, Mm -hmm. and if you go to that website, there's a petition there for you to sign. It's also a link for you to find your senator. Contact your senator. Pick up the phone, call them. Let them know that this is important to you and that you want them to support the Crown Act. 
and get it passed here in Texas and on a federal level as well. So so you think you'll be going around different communities and just kind of spreading the message because, um, you know, some some communities may not know that you guys are working toward trying to get this act passed. I mean, how do you get the word out, you know, as far as letting, you know, those in the communities know, hey, you, we have opportunity to get something something passed like this? You know, in today's times, it's so social media. Yeah. And I have to be honest, I'm just now getting back hip to this. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until after I did my interview with uh, Tashara at WFAA and, uh, that I, I was not into social media at yeah. all. And uh, I remember everyone calling me, hey, man, have you seen your, your interview? Hey, man, did you see the <laughs> interview? I'm like, nah, man, I haven't really seen it yet. Um, man, you got to get on Facebook. Yeah. So I feel that... Um, Doing what we're doing right now, the podcast, the interviews, um, all of those things, getting the word out on social media seems to be how everyone communicates and how everyone gets the information now. And so um, I am always willing to come and have these conversations. They're uncomfortable at times, yeah. but they're well needed. So, so how does so how so how do you how do you make our young people understand the power of a voice, you know? I mean, I feel that look at look at me, you know, yeah. um, I went from uh, having a career um, where I had, you know, no, no prior major disciplinary history or anything mm -hmm. like that. Uh, just showed up as my natural self with my natural hair. And it was, you know, stripped like that. Um, but however, um, by coming out and sharing my story and telling my story, got, I gained so much support from the community yeah. that it was it was really a pivotal point in, in where I could have been terminated, yeah. where everything was moving in that direction. But because I shared that story and came forth with that information, um, it allowed others to assist me and help me and sometimes you can't do everything on your own yeah uh we have to stand together yeah and so i encourage everybody that might be experiencing some of those same things that i've experienced or anybody else has to come forward share your stories and and allow the community to come and stand with you you know we're far more stronger in numbers yeah do you think that a lot of the laws that that are in the books are dated they like, are. Yeah. Um, and, and that is one of the biggest challenges, I would say, of the Crown Act is it's difficult to get someone to support a cause that they really don't have any connection to yeah. or understanding of. And they haven't had that experience. So they don't really know the feeling of showing up to work or showing up to school and having someone tell them, hey, I don't like your appearance. I don't yeah. like your hair. Yeah. Um, one one of the um, ladies that actually went with us to the Capitol, uh, she got to speak on the floor um, that helped get this out of the um, out of the committee. And I remember her telling um, the committee, what if I required a dress code policy that required you to wear curly hair, mm. to have kinky hair, mm -hmm. to have braids, or to dread your hair? What type of chemicals would you have to do to your hair and put on your hair to comply with that policy? Mm -hmm. And I think that was very powerful because that allowed them the opportunity to 
feel to kind how of a lot of uh, African Americans feel when you're requiring us to have straight hair. Yeah, you're you're altering something that our hair is not naturally able to do. Yeah, and so. Um, these policies that are created, unfortunately, have been created by people who don't really understand that. And I think that it's up to us to explain that in a way that they do understand and, and they can relate with the problem. Yeah. And, and with that, that understanding, hopefully they'll be willing to make the necessary adjustments and, and pass this bill. And just having the conversation, you know, having the conversation that there are different cultures, you know, and that, you know, like you said, we, d we do our hair differently. And so just having that conversation to get our understanding of, you know, you know, what, how our hair is and stuff like, and, and, you know, things like that, you know. And so um, do you think it's just a, it's just very important to have a voice, you know, especially because you want to really encourage our young people, you know, you know, that, you know, that's how, that's how things change. That's how laws yeah. get passed, you know, by just that one voice. It is. I mean, it's as simple as a lot of people don't know that you can just go to your capital. Mm -hmm. You can just go to the capital, sign up, take your COVID test. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, you got to wait till your results go back. Then they let you in and you can go and and and, and meet your your representatives mm -hmm. and talk with them uh, and let them know the issues that are important to you. Yeah. And uh, that's that is really how a lot of things are getting passed and getting done. You yeah. got to make them calls. You got to go and, and, and conversate with people. So when so when are you so when are you guys going to start really like you said put getting back the momentum of getting ready to cuz the legislators can probably get ready to meet me, you know. Right. So we're already starting. You know, <laughs> um you, you you see me here on the on the Canada Girls podcast. Um you can catch me on a couple clips with WFAA. Check out Tashara Parker's uh her Rooted series. Uh this is their second segment, mm -hmm. uh, our second season. So check that out. It's going to continuously buzz. Um That's good. and we're going to continuously be putting that information out and the word out uh as far as the, the law is concerned, the Crown Act. Um, like I said, I did speak with uh, Ms. Bowers, Chief of Staff. Mm -hmm. They are already making plans to refile that bill That's good. Uh, in November. And we'll have, a, uh, I think it's a day of action, which uh, they're going to schedule sometime in January, where we'll go back down to the Capitol and, and get, get started boots on the ground early. That's good. So you think you'll have a big... Uh, following to go? Because, you know, sometimes that works when you have a big crowd of people to go and, you know, show support. You I know? definitely think so. Um, I believe, I mean, I have gotten so many um, people have reached out to me via social media, um, messaging from all over the world, actually. Mm. Um, even uh, they had ran my article in French. Oh, um, wow. So that was amazing. So there are so many people out here, even in Texas locally, that have reached out and support. Other officers have yeah. reached out to me. Um, I, even a, a, a local chief of police um, had sent a memo to his entire agency to let them know that, hey, if anyone ever thought that it might be an issue, um, it's not. Oh, wow. It's not. Not for not for that agency. So do you think um, that the Crown Act would be a just this this whole discussion will be just a you know, just something we won't even have to discuss it anymore. It'll be just, you know. Uh, I wouldn't say that. You wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Uh, I think there's definitely a lot of uh, people who might not understand. Yeah. And unfortunately, just because of that lack of understanding, yeah, they just they can't get past 
what they see. Yeah. And so because of their personal biases, um, it, it and unfortunately, those people who are in the positions to create these policies and procedures um, that have those biases, it really impacts their their organization. Yeah. Um, so I think it is definitely a conversation that's going to continuously have to happen. Yeah. Um, even after... I do believe the bill will pass here mm-hmm. in Texas. Mm-hmm. I have faith that it'll pass here in Texas. I I, I believe our um, representatives in Texas want to do the right thing. Yeah. And I think once it passes on a federal level, it kind of forces people to do the right thing. Yeah. And if they're they're not in compliance, then there's other you know actions yeah. that can be taken. Um, but. The conversation is going to have to continue. Yeah, and I just say don't give continue. up. I mean, I, I mean, I think about Miss Opal, Miss Opal Lee. You know, she kept going, she kept mm-hmm. going, and then now we have um, Juneteenth as a holiday. You know, I found out something interesting today. Um, the, <laughs> the texting and driving laws. Uh-huh. It took Texas ten years to pass that law. Really. Ten years. It took five uh, sessions to pass that law. And when you think about it, it's it's. It's common sense. Yeah. It seems, you know, now it just seems like common sense. Hey, you don't text and drive. Yeah. But it took us that long to enact that change. And so what I'm hoping is that we have a um, progressive yeah. uh, session who yeah. who understands that it's needed and it's needed now. Yeah. Oh, and wow. so that's wow. going to be up to all of us to to make them calls. Yes, make and, the calls. And let them know that, hey, this is an issue in our area. Yeah. And we are holding you guys accountable to address this and make yeah. this right. Well, it, it's going to take the voices of, you know, like you said, the constituents. And so you just make, you know, if you feel like you want to be on this, um, you know, on this journey with them as far as passing the, getting the Crown Act passed, like he said, call your local legislator, you know, representative, and tell them, hey, we want, we want, we want it to pass, you know, this, you know, this, this next session. So, Dakari, I want to say thank you so much for coming down to be on the Cannon Girl Speaks podcast. Thank you for I'm, having me. I'm, I'm excited for you, and I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing it when they go and vote that it's gonna, it's gonna pass. I, you know, I do believe that you guys are really have really worked hard in this past year, you know, to. Be a voice, you know, and just let those that are out there listening, those that are, out, that are watching, you know, we all have voices, you know. And so um, if you see if you if there's anything that you you want, you have you feel like you want to fight for, fight for it, you know. And so um, I always give my guests an opportunity to give a shout out to anybody that like they'd like to give a shout out to. So who would you like to give a shout out to? You know what? I'm going to give a shout out to my wife, uh, <laughs> Krista. I, I shout her out because you know what? Um out of everybody, that is one woman that has supported me through this entire journey, mm-hmm. um, through the ups, the downs, the entire roller coaster. You know, we've been together 15 years now, and it takes a strong woman to to be by your side during these times. Yeah, you know, and and so I know a lot of other people who are are going through the same things that I went through. Yeah, and uh, it definitely helped to have somebody like her. Standing right there saying, hey, regardless what happens, I got you. All you know? right. All right. So shout out to you. All right. Well, thank you so much for just, um, you know, just thank you for the, you know, that the fight that you have in you. Just keep going. And I know you have a, a, a big support system, you know. And so, um, I, like I said, I look forward to hearing them say that it's going to pass. It'll pass, you know. So Thank you. Anyway, thank you. but to my listening audience, thank you always for supporting the Cannon Girl Speaks podcast. Um, just continue to support it. 
and um, be safe. Um, I'm going to go ahead and close it out. But thank you again. Have a great week. And we'll see you next time. Thank you. This is a Legacy Recording Studio production.